time for the Liz Calloway Show. You asked for it, and we got it. Now, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. Always local. Always live. Always right. Here's Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. You know, Nick, it never gets old. What? Watching uh, President Biden being saved by the Easter Bunny from a question about Afghanistan. You can't even make it up. And you know who's in the bunny outfit? Yeah, that the same woman. Person. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> thank you. Get out. It's time for his nap. Thank you. Got to change his diaper. <laughs> Goodbye. It never ends. She is always um, getting in between. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Good morning. It's 9.09 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on this Tuesday morning, April 19th. And and the bunny is like waving the, its hands. Like, right. you know, like. Almost what? as if to say, thank you. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> what is Biden that Biden will about? never find the he Easter like egg. He startled, too. Oh, he did. He got scared. Because, like, she grabbed his arm. And did, did you see the look on his face? That look, that, that lost look that so many folks, yeah. that when they hit that stage of their life, sadly, I some think he of was them, thinking, saved by the like bunny. This. He was, was like, like this. saved uh, by the bunny. I'm and his wife here. is like, okay, wave. Okay, sit. <laughs> stay. All right. I, did you not hear the audio? I did. That's exactly what she was saying. I'm not exaggerating. Maybe. Maybe what? Well, it could be someone put that in there. <laughs> Where did you hear that audio? I did not hear that audio. Fox News had it. Wow. Then it probably is real. I don't know. It's very, very disturbing uh, what we're looking at. Well, um, something that's uh, getting everybody all excited uh, is the fact that our governor, Governor Henry McMaster, recently signed a resolution uh, to say that we're on board as the state of South Carolina to be part of the Convention of States and to support it. And I forget how many states we're at now, but I know someone who actually knows all this. Chris Poyet, she's been on the air with um, Saturday Morning Coffee with Reese Boyd, the third on the weekends and i said hey i want i want to have a little chris with me i met her over at the trump rally in florence and uh you live in surfside right chris yes i do all right so you're a local now tell me what's your involvement and your interest in the convention of states well a couple of years ago um i started to get worried about the debt i started to get worried about uh um lifelong uh, career politicians, all of it started to sound and smell fishy to me. I wasn't happy with it. And I had watched a, um, a Fox News Mark Levin show on a Sunday night, and he had Mike Ferris and mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Meckler on, and they were talking about what they had started as Convention of States. When Mark Meckler started the Tea Party and when it his concept for that was um, send better people to Washington. And he was successful in, 10, in 2010 and 2012. But by 2012, he started to realize that it wasn't the people that were in Washington. It was Washington. So they got together um, with some great constitutional minds to figure out how you can fix the problem. And Article 5 of the Constitution came up. And that's what they settled on. And that's what they've been working on, trying to get um, the states 
who originally made the federal government. The state mm-hmm. is the parent. The federal government is the child. And um, the the Constitution gives them the opportunity to rein the federal government back in. Now, there are very highly respected uh, individuals who support the Convention of States, like Mark Levin, um, known to many as being a constitutional scholar. Um, Mike Huckabee also is someone who supports it. Name some others, because sometimes when... We don't understand something fully. Uh, it We rely on the fact that what other people say about it. I mean, I don't know what will happen if the convention of state, I, there's no guarantees as to what would happen. But we hear about reasons why it shouldn't happen. But there are a lot of people that poo-poo all those reasons and say, no, no, it'll be fine. Um, but who are some of the people that support it? Because some people like to gauge their opinion on things uh, as to who else is supporting it? As far as politicians, we have um, Ted Cruz. I I don't have a list in front of me, but yeah. there are a whole lot. Well, that means um, a lot to have, a lot of people. Um, there are um, um, Sean Hannity, uh, Pete Hegseth. There are some famous um, broadcasters, some famous authors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe maybe Nick knows the 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 guy that used to be the in charge of the NRA, Cooper. What what's his Oh yeah, what was his name? Because there was there was Wayne LaPierre. He's still the one. Yeah, that's no, no, there? no. That's no. who I mean. I mean, I mean, Mr. Cooper. Cooper. I forget his first name, but um, he's a he's a a supporter. I mean, we have a lot of support. If you go to the if you go to the Convention of States website, national mm-hmm. website, there's probably fifteen or twenty. We have a couple of congressmen from South Carolina, Jeff hmm. Cooper, and and um um, so there are a whole bunch of people that uh or have uh conservative issues in mind and support convention of states simply because there doesn't seem to be another constitutional way. Everything else, the people that are opposed it to it um, are in favor of annulment or, or just actually nullification or finding the right people. Well, that doesn't solve anything. Mm. That just ignores the problem. We know what we have. It seems to me that if people believe this to be drastic, that's okay. But we're in a situation where if we want to save the country, we have to do something that wakes everybody up. Where are we at right now in this process? We have 19 states that have passed. Um, Many of the states have legislatures like ours that end in May and June. And there are four more states in which it is active consideration, under active consideration in the legislature. So it's possible that between now and June, there could be four more that join us. Still not enough? No, we need 34. Okay. Now, all the ones that have gotten on board, is there a deadline? No. Okay. Um, There are some states that have what they call sunset clause. Mm-hmm. If there's no convention by then, um, but those states honestly have also legislatures that are working to get that revoked okay. or have an amendment to their bill so it comes out. Okay. So let's say we get our 34 uh, states. What happens then? Are any Democratic states at on this, board? At this point, no, but there are some states in the Northeast. Well, I don't, I can't say that because I think New Hampshire's already passed. I just don't know if that's, mm-hmm. we have Admittedly, we we choose to be 
nonpartisan mm-hmm. or bipartisan. Mm-hmm. We are not in favor of any political party. But because it's somewhat conservative, we have more success when we deal with Republican legislators than we mm-hmm. do with Democratic You know, it's funny because I, I would never think that, you know, if anybody's like hearing about this for the first time this year because of the attention it's gotten with our governor, um, that I would not think that changing the Constitution wouldn't be a conservative thing. You know, it sounds awfully, like you said, drastic and scary. And the, isn't the Constitution supposed to be like a nearly perfect document? And and, and we, in, in fact, believe that. But we're not trying to change the Constitution. We're just trying to add amendments to the Constitution. The Constitution is exactly perfect the way it is. Mm-hmm. And Article 5 is... It's what, as it says, there's an article that deals with the executive. There, there's an article that deals with Congress. There's an article that deals with Supreme Court. Article five deals with changing the whole Constitution. So um, it's it's the it's the inside part of the Constitution, the backbone of the Constitution, and then the amendments are like the appendages that get added and attached. So the inside, but the amendments change the Constitution. No, no, they don't change the Constitution. They change the government that that control the, the Constitution is the law. It's not the law of the land. It's mm-hmm. not the law of, of the people. It's the law for those who govern the people. Mm-hmm. Everything in the Constitution is designed to control the federal government, not the people. So what we want is um, amendments that continue that process. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need more laws for the people who govern us. Correct. More more restrictions on what the people who govern the citizens of this country are legally allowed to do. Okay, so what are some of the things, the amendments? That- One, well, there's three. It, it, it deals with three basic tenets. One of them is term limits, and it would be term limits for federal employees. So besides Congress, term limits for judges, federal judges or possibly Supreme Court judges. It's possible that they could discuss that issue and come up with an amendment for Supreme Court judges. Um, The second issue would be the federal bureaucracy. The duplication between the states, what the states do for themselves and their citizens and what the federal government inflicts on the states is um, it's kind of like double jeopardy. They have a Department of Education. Well, South Carolina has a really good Department of Education. We can fix it in South Carolina. Um, Departments of Energy, EPA, all kinds of stuff that govern the people of a state. There's Why is the federal government inflicting its restrictions mm-hmm. on on every state, not just we should be allowed to do in South Carolina what we need to do? How did that end up happening um, a lot of court decisions, mm-hmm. a lot of Supreme Court decisions that have occurred in the last, you know, 75 or 100 years have had impacts on unforeseen impacts on what happens to at individual state levels. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everybody thinks, oh, it's really good, you know, in the 19. 19- I think it was 1960s. I think it was uh, Lyndon Johnson put in the Department of Education. So he's looking at the country and he's saying, well, there are states where the de- education's not so hot. So we need to be able to get, make them better. We mm-hmm. can fix this. And mm-hmm. every time the federal government we know comes in happens. to fix this, mm-hmm. we end up with a bigger problem. So it's stuff like that, that people never, the states themselves never fought back when some of their 
powers were re- Mm-hmm. Were, were you know taken over by the federal government basically now they're starting to say okay fine we it's time Do for you, us to have our power it's going to be a big fight in dc though they're not going to give up that they're not going to relinquish that they, power it won't even go to them they will not have any opportunity at all every time by it passes, proxy they'll fight though well well they might get scared if we need 34 when we get to 32 they might decide, well, we need we need term limits, you know, for ourselves, or mm. we need, and so they may come up with their to own. Placate. They may come up with their own amendments, but I can tell you right now that the states, from the states' per- perspective and convention of states, we're not giving up. We'll say to the states, like let that federal government amendment, the one from the Congress, can sit there for a while. Give us a chance to come up with our own, and let's see which one's better. Same for budget or anything else. Um, balanced if, if budget we get that is close. another. Well, we don't. Convention of states is not in favor of a balanced budget. There okay. are people that want balanced budget. A balanced budget is important for the states, but in the federal uh, government, if they if they have to spend three trillion dollars and that's all they can spend, then they can take unfunded mandates and send mm-hmm. them back to the states. Then Colombia has to deal with unfunded mandates that previously the federal government mm-hmm. paid for. That raises our taxes. Plus, if the federal government has to stay at $3 trillion and they're covering all they need to, but they choose to spend more, all they have to do is raise your taxes. So we don't want balanced budget. We want spending tied to some tangible function of of um, a uh, the economy somehow. I'm not an economist, and I can't help. But there are some people that say if it's tied to the GDP, then they can only spend exactly as much money as that was from the previous year. We're you mean speaking- like the missing shovel-ready jobs. Yeah, <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> We're speaking with Chris Poyet um, or Poyet from the Convention of States. Now, I shared on our Facebook page the Facebook link. For the Convention of States, and um, that is something you can click on and uh, view right away. Now, um, why do you care so much, Chris? You've been doing a lot of, you know, interviews and, you know, talking. You've joined the initiative. Um, yes, I, uh, well, I still. What I, were you doing before this? I was a high school teacher. Were you? Yeah, okay. 46 years. Wow. Okay, here? No, well, I, I, I did teach in Florence, South Carolina for five years. I was in their, actually in their elementary program for gifted and talented because oh. I was a foreign language teacher. Oh. So, but I've been teaching in New Tell Jersey. Tell me it's French. No, oh, you'll never it. guess. You won't guess. <laughs> Mandarin? Um, Latin and German. Okay, Latin and German. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But and I never had problems. I taught in New Jersey, actually twice in New Jersey. Um, I I'm a Jersey girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Virginia, Delaware, South Carolina, and um, oh, it was a great job. I huh. loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you were just <clears throat> talking about the Department of Education, and you know then full well what those uh, federal mandates do to states. Yeah. Well, that, that and the tail end of my career, I saw it. A lot. Mm-hmm. It, it appeared and showed its ugly head a lot, and statewide testing and all kinds. Yeah. of, you know the 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 hoops that teachers had to jump through, and not to the benefit of their children, but to to meet somebody's standard or requirement. Mm-hmm. It seemed to have gotten worse over the years. It's like the more they try and fix stuff, the more they break it. Well, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, and that happens a lot yeah. in government. What is uh, one of the most important things you want people to know, Chris, as we uh, finish our interview here? 
um, there are, we have no idea what will come out of this convention, but anything that comes out of the convention comes back to the states and has to be approved by 38 states. That mm. means that if 13 states don't vote for any single amendment, then it's finished. It's done. It disappears. Mm -hmm. So those who insist that it's going to tear up the Constitution, that it's going to rewrite it, that it's going to re uh, reverse maybe the Second Amendment or affect the First Amendment, it's absolutely absurd. It possibly couldn't happen. There's no way 38 states, um, that 13 states, would allow a bad amendment that, that restricts mm -hmm. citizens' rights. To pass right couldn't even pass the era for women's rights how we why would we pass an amendment that would take away citizens rights right okay now um did we have any questions for chris on the pcrx computers.com text line uh, questions a, or comments uh, well there's a lot and some of these are really really complicated but i can ask you this quick easy one what are the possibilities of the purpose of the convention going awry well, pretty much what I said. Um, first of all, every legis every state legislature appoints the commissioners that go to the convention. And in South Carolina, we have not gotten to the point where we've passed the bill yet. We'll, we'll be working with a bill in the Senate that has penalties for any commissioner that violates the restrictions. Those penalties can be uh, monetary fines or jail. And every state has those penalties. So a commissioner that goes is an agent of the state, has to do the state's bidding when they get there. The second thing is when the amendment comes out, it has to be passed by 38 states. So that means that 13 states can kill any single amendment hmm. that comes out. So in my mind, we have nothing to lose. It really can't hurt. It can't touch the main Constitution. And bad amendments will disappear. Well, you're a good teacher because we learned a lot. So no, thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So we'll continue to follow this story. Chris Poyet of Convention of States. I put their Facebook page for the South Carolina version of the Convention of States so you can keep up to date. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you for having me. We'll be back in a few moments. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.